From our five favorite science books to vaccine angels, I'm Bethany Van Delft, and this is the 10 News. During his 2020 campaign, President Biden promised to move fast on environmental protections. Now that he's been in office for a few months, how's he doing on that promise? I want to hear everything. Well, so far, his administration has added 18 new regulations and overturned 20 policies that environmental groups like the Audubon Society and the Natural Resources Defense Council opposed. Now we're talking. They've stopped a copper mine from operating in Arizona after local Native American tribes argued it could endanger sacred sites and sensitive habitats. The administration also pumped the brakes on a decision to slash 3 million acres of northern spotted owl habitat, at least for now. Maybe the biggest decision so far was ending the permit to finish the Keystone XL pipeline, which was supposed to carry crude oil from Alberta, Canada, all the way to the southern states in the Gulf Coast. Why is that a big deal? Well, environmentalists were against the pipeline from the beginning over safety concerns and the increased greenhouse gases that the pipeline would release into the atmosphere. It also threatened the water supply and lands of the Rosebud Sioux tribe and other native peoples. Is there more work to do? Yep. Absolutely. But everything's got to start somewhere, right? 14-year-old Benjamin Kagan cares about people's health. How much does he care? Benjamin learned the ins and outs of booking COVID-19 vaccine appointments on behalf of strangers. Correspondent Pamela Kirkland caught up with Benjamin to discuss his new vaccine hunting skills. Now, with another COVID-19 vaccine available, there's hope that more people can get vaccinated against the virus. But actually getting the appointment has been hard. We wanted to talk to someone who's helping make sure vaccines can get to the people who need them. I am Benjamin Kagan. I am a freshman in high school and I live in Chicago, Illinois, uh, and I'm the founder of the Chicago Vaccine Angels. That's exactly why we wanted to talk to you about this group you started called Chicago Vaccine Angels. Tell us about that and what you guys do. First, I started my grandparents that live in Florida to navigate the super technological system. And, you know, I sort of realized that they were never going to be able to book their own appointments. So I took care of it and booked it for them. And then I sort of progressed on from there. I uh, booked appointments for my parents' employees. Uh, they own an essential business here in Chicago. And... I, I heard about this Facebook group and I joined the group and started giving other people tips on, you know, where to look for appointments, you know, check this grocery store at this time, check that pharmacy at this time. And after a while, people started messaging me on Facebook saying, you know, can you help me? Like, I, I can't do this myself. I don't type fast enough. I'm not awake at midnight. I'm, you know, too slow when it, when it jumps out, you know, I refresh and it doesn't work or something. Um, and so I started getting a lot of messages like that. I started helping these people one-on-one. -on -one, and after a while, I was just too swamped with these people to, to take care of it all myself. So eventually, I realized that I need to organize it into a spreadsheet and you know, get some more people to help me. So I, I created a Google form. And 
the Google form takes the information that people enters and it puts it uh, directly into a Google sheet. And then the Google sheet is viewed by my team and I. And so from the Google sheet, we do our best to schedule those people and get them in uh, with appointments as soon as we can. You can see how badly this is needed when you look at Facebook pages like the Chicago Vaccine Hunters and similar pages around the country. How does it make you feel that there are so many people out there looking for help? Yeah, so, it, you know, it, it shouldn't be like this. I really don't think that it should be a system where a 14-year-old has to go out and, you know, join the Chicago Vaccine Hunters and then sort of help run that group and then found, found this subgroup and, you know, have to be helping these people like this shouldn't be the way that this system is set up i shouldn't have to be doing this and yet i am because there's been a failure by our government to have an organized system how can other kids help their family members maybe their neighbors find appointments any tips probably my best tip would be don't just look in your neighborhood look around look around your area you know some people that i work with are willing to drive you know three hours to downstate Illinois and others are willing to drive 15 minutes from their house. It is so much easier to drive to um, schedule people that will drive three hours because they're willing to go anywhere. And so I can most likely score them an appointment somewhere. Um, and I say score because it really is like, like a, you got lucky type thing. Like you got lucky. I scored you an appointment. Um, and it's, it's obviously, it's much easier to schedule those people um, than it is to schedule the people that only want to go within 15 minutes of their house. So I would just say, don't look in your immediate area. Look around, see if there's a suburb you can go to or another place that's close, uh, close enough to drive to that you can go get your vaccine because there's not always availability um, you know, in your neighborhood. Well, Benjamin, you are a very patient person filling a very important need. Thank you. Thanks so much for talking to The Ten. Up next, correspondent Lane Farber, our favorite woman in science, shares her top five books about women in science. March 8th is a day to celebrate all of the amazing accomplishments of women young and old, to give a round of applause to those who have made history long ago and those who are making history right now. And to celebrate International Women's Day, I dug through my book collection and hit the local library to find my favorite books starring real and fictional female scientists. Number one, We Are Water Protectors by Carol Lindstrom and illustrated by Michelle Goad. Written and illustrated by indigenous women, We Are Water Protectors tells the tale of a fictional young woman from the Ojibwe tribe battling a very real issue, water pollution from industrial pipelines. When her tribe's land is threatened, the young heroine must rally her people to use their voices and protect Earth's most precious resources. Number two, Joan Proctor, Dragon Doctor by Patricia Valdez and illustrated by Felicita Sala. This beautifully illustrated biography tells the true story of Joan Proctor, a woman with a passion for cold-blooded animals. Follow Joan as she grows from a quiet young girl with a pet crocodile to a wise researcher, forward-thinking museum curator, and even daring dragon caretaker. Whoa. Number three, Ada Twist, Scientist, by Andrea Beattie and illustrated by David Roberts. One of my favorite books of all time, Ada Twist, Scientist, 
tells the story of the titular character, Ada. With a brain that loves solving the puzzles of our everyday world, Ada is unafraid to ask questions, test theories, and make messes, just like any good scientist. Clever girl. Number four, May Among the Stars by Rhoda Ahmed and illustrated by Stasia Burrington. Based on a true story, May Among the Stars tells the tale of a young girl with big dreams. Follow young May Jemison as she pursues her passions and dances amongst the stars as the first female African-American astronaut. Cool. And last but not least, number five, Women in Science, 50 Fearless Pioneers Who Changed the World, written and illustrated by Rachel Eigentofsky. If you like science, history, and super cool drawings, then this book is for you. Women in Science takes you on a journey throughout history, learning about 50 incredibly fierce women who changed the world. Read about the glowing chemist Marie Curie, DNA decoder Rosalind Franklin, fossil finder Mary Anning, and many more wonderful women. It's trivia time. While camping in Alaska last month, what unusual surprise was waiting for a woman in her outhouse? Was it A, a dog sled, B, a bear, or C, a ventriloquist dummy? Did you guess it? The answer is B, a bear. That's right, a woman who was camping out in the Alaskan backcountry last month sat down to <coughs> do her business and got the surprise of a lifetime when she discovered a bear was just below the toilet seat. Holy moly! Thankfully, nothing too serious happened, just some scratches that experts believe came from the bear's paw. This is a great reminder to always check your surroundings before you get too comfortable, especially when camping in the Alaskan backcountry. Time's up. But before we go, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. Do you love listening to the 10 News as much as we love making it? Say yes, say yes. Yes. Well, now you can sign up for the 10 Newsletter, a free email with even more stories to enjoy with the kiddos to make sure you don't miss anything we do. Thanks for listening to the 10 News. Look out for new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and extras on Saturdays. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts and is distributed by iHeartRadio. Our editorial director is Tracy Crooks. Editing and sound design by Pete Musto, who also co-wrote today's episode with Ben Austin DeCampo. Our creative director is Jenner Pasqua. Stephen Tompkins is our head of audience development. And our production assistant is Sarah Olander. Pamela Kirkland and Lane Farber contributed to today's episode. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle. And the 10 News is executive produced by Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. Do you want to be part of the show? Have a grown-up help you record a question, a joke, or a fun fact you want to share and email it to us at hello at the 10news.com. 
and show your love for the 10 news. Go to your favorite podcast app and submit a rating and review. It really helps others find the show so they can join the fun too. I'm Bethany Van Delft and thanks for listening to the 10 news. Let me go check our bathroom for bears. I mean, it's not an outhouse, but I don't know, city bears?